Hello, I'm David O. Gray, the author of The Divine Symphony and Excordium II, The Theology of the Catholic Mass. And this is a few minutes on the theology of the Catholic Mass. You know, since I've been teaching and talking more about the Catholic Mass and the liturgy, I often get asked the question, you know, what do you like better? Or what, what is your preferences between the, the traditional Latin rite or the Tridentine rite or the, the Norvis Ordo or the, the New Order rite? And I, I've always struggled with that question because it presents a, a logical false dilemma. That is, it, it illogically posits that there's only two options, right? That... And that's really never been my, my, my Catholic experience. Um, qu quite early on in my, my early formative years of the Catholic faith, I mean, I was, I was everywhere. And that, that kind of shapes my, my understanding and my appreciation for, for all of liturgy. I've, I've never been a Catholic who just belonged to just one rite all my life. And that's kind of just all I know. And then all of a sudden I discovered something different and I just went that way. No, it was just kind of like I was just always everywhere. Um, yes, I, I typically belong to a Diocesan parish that celebrated a, um, a Norris Order or New Order rites in a manner that was kind of typical that you would find at parishes, some better, some worse. But also um, belong to a parish of the Order of Preachers, the Dominican Fathers in Exxon, Ohio, St. Dominic's Parish, where I was introduced to kneeling to receive communion. And Mass that they celebrated there was more solemn, more serious, more traditional. Right? But also, at least once or twice a month, you will find me at a, a Byzantine um, rite or an Antiochian rite or a Melkite rite. Or sometimes I would even go to... Um, um, Society of St. Peter, they had a parish um, near where I lived, and they celebrated a, a, a Tridentine Rite, a traditional Latin Mass. Um, sometimes, a few times, I would be at a Dominican Rite, Missa Cantata. So that's, so it was never the question, you know, what do you like, ketchup or mustard? You know, yes, I put both on my hot dog. I, I want both, yes. You know, and that's kind of what the, the Mass, the liturgy has been for me, Yes. I, I appreciate them all. I, I take them all because why I'm there is to receive Jesus for the purpose of my, my divinization. And I know that Jesus really doesn't care about, you know, what form of liturgy because the memorial sacrifice is there. He comes as the, comes the Holy Eucharist. Jesus comes to them all. So, and I recognize, yes, I, I, I definitely have my preferences. I always have. I still do. But... What I recognize is that my preferences are about me. Right? They're, not about, they're not about Jesus Christ. They're about me. Right? And, and that's fine. And I'll talk about that. My preferences are fine. But the one who I love doesn't have that preference that I have. You know, he just wants me to be obedient. He wants me to consume him. He wants me to be divinized through him. And so, yes, I have my preferences, but I recognize my preferences are about me. And the funny thing about these questions is that they didn't exist 500 plus years ago. The, the question of liturgy didn't used to be so narrow as it is now. I mean, 500 plus years ago, 
Every religious order just about had their own liturgy. Towns would have their own liturgies. Dioceses would have their own liturgies. If you travel from England to Rome and every Sunday you went to a different mass, you would experience a different liturgy. Liturgy just used to be a, a, a bigger a bigger thing. Now, when, 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 when Pope Pius V officially promulgated the Tridentine Rite on um, July 14, 1570, he made an allowance. He said that liturgies that um, are 200 years or older continue to exist. But if your liturgy was 990 years or younger, that liturgy was gone because now there's one mass of the church and that was the Tridentine Rite. Um, and for some people, this new Tridentine Rite was, oh, it, it, was, it was clumsy. It was uh, uh, abbreviated. It was not as beautiful. It, it was bad form compared to some of the more older rites, which were longer, more abbreviated, more, more beautiful, and more um, there was more mystery and exaltation of them. This new Tridentine rite, some thought was, I don't, I don't know about this. I don't like this. But it, it became the liturgy of the church for the next 400 years until a new clumsy and, and bad form and and not as beautiful liturgy was promulgated, the New Order Rite. And I often find that when I do engage in these conversations about the traditional Latin Rite versus the Norvis Order, you know, that narrow question, um, it, it ultimately boils down to preferences. Right? We, we may not be ready to admit that. I know that we want to make it about tradition and theology and form and aesthetics and, and people's bad intentions because those things sound more concrete. They sound more sexier. They sound more mature than just talking about preferences because preferences have to do with opinion, right? And it is, that's not very enlightened. But ultimately, I think that's what we have to admit that I get this list of things out of liturgy, right? It's, it's more orthodox, it's, it's more consistent, it's filled with more like-minded people like me. Um, and, and because of that, it draws me closer to God. Um, it, it connects me more deeply to the mystery of the Mass. Um, it connects me more deeply with the Holy Eucharist, which is purpose to divinize me. And, but in this way, preferences are fine because preferences are ordered to a divine good. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with my preferences between what's a better football team or, or between ketchup and mustard, right? What I like either or, if I like either or, it really isn't, that, the answer to the question isn't ordered to a divine good. So it doesn't matter. But, but in this case, my preferences are, you know, ordered to a divine good, so they're, they're fine to admit. If you have a preference of a mass, just admit it. This is, this is why. And you don't have to do it in a way that demonizes your, your brother or sister Catholic who doesn't have, share your same preferences um, in regards to liturgy. We don't have to have this war. It doesn't have to be this, this sporting event, you know. The traditional man ride versus the Norvis order. You know, we, we don't have to be competitive with our fellow Catholics when it comes to Jesus Christ and how he comes through whatever liturgy that he comes to. You know, it doesn't have to be this war, this contention. We don't have to be so divisive with one another about something that does that that really boils down to just preferences. It doesn't have to be this way. And being that this question comes down to preferences, we have to admit that. But we also have to admit that the liturgy really doesn't care about your preferences. It just doesn't. 
Prefaces have to do with things, questions that begin with um, what and where and how and when. And a liturgy doesn't care about those questions at all. The only question that a liturgy is concerned with is questions that begin with the word who. And the answer to that question is Jesus Christ for the purposes of our salvation. That's the only question that the liturgy is concerned with. It doesn't care about preferences. It only cares about who. Jesus Christ for the purpose of our salvation. And, and obviously, yes, it's a bonus if the liturgy does make us happy by satisfying our preferences. That's a bonus. But a liturgy isn't there for that. It doesn't care about that. It only cares about who? Jesus Christ for the purpose of our salvation. I think once you reach that level of maturity as a Catholic, you don't have to have that that war, um, that petty little war between rites. And you just can admit that the liturgy doesn't care about your preferences. Yes, I have them, but the liturgy doesn't care about them. Then I think you reach a new level of maturity as a Catholic and you're able to open yourself up to being able to appreciate all liturgies for who they bring Jesus Christ for the purpose of our salvation. And one thing you notice about my book, The Divine Symphony, is that I do use the, the Latin and the New Rite um, order of the Mass to guide you through the liturgy. But also, while I'm doing that, I'm bringing in several different other liturgical rites to show you how those liturgical rites do things similarly or at or different times or in a different way than the Latin or the Norris order rite. And so that way, what, what I hope to do is give you a broad palette to understand truly the essence of the memorial sacrifice. My hope is to foster a, a deep love and knowledge of the real meaning of the Mass and an appreciation of the various liturgies through which the one Jesus Christ comes for the purpose of our salvation. For more information about the theology of the Catholic Mass, pick my book, The Divine Symphony, an excorium to the theology of the Catholic Mass. You can buy it anywhere online or support your local Catholic bookstore and buy it there. And blessings and shalom to you and to yours.